Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Say goodbye to performance-robbing engine deposits with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Hate to break it to you, but lower-grade fuel can leave deposits in your engine that build up over time and leave your engine's performance severely lacking. Thankfully, Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits with continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Download the Shell app today to find your nearest Shell station and rejuvenate your engine with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. Fuel up at Shell. Tonight, the search for suspects and a motive in a deadly mass shooting at a Sweet 16 party that killed four and injured 28 others. What we're learning tonight about the victims, including a hometown football hero. Here are tonight's headlines. A celebration turns to devastation in a small Alabama community. I was standing right, I was standing right beside him. A Kansas City teen just released from the hospital after he was shot for knocking on the wrong door. Sometimes you go to a wrong address and you should never, ever have to worry that your life will be taken. As gun violence surges in America, could artificial intelligence help detect a threat in a crowd? It takes our cameras from passively recording events that happen to being able to prevent some things that happen. Today's long-awaited trial in a $1.6 billion lawsuit against Fox Corporation and Fox News Channel has been delayed by one day. This really cracks the door open for a last-minute settlement. The FBI arrests two men, accusing them of running a secret Chinese police station in New York City. We are on to you. We know what you're doing, and we will stop it. Coast Guard searching for three people missing on a boat off the West Coast. The sailors were supposed to make contact in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. And 10 years after the Boston Marathon bombing, how one survivor turned her tragedy into triumph. I don't think, why me? Why me? Why did this happen to me? I think it's about, what am I going to do now? Good evening and thank you for joining us as we start a new week together. 
We do want to begin with another community in mourning tonight, shattered after a mass shooting at a Sweet 16 party. Four people were killed. Their ages range from 17 to 23. Two of them were high school seniors. Well, tonight we speak to the mother of a hometown hero who had just signed to play football in college. At least 28 others were injured and several are in critical condition when gunfire turned a birthday party into a nightmare in the small town of Dadeville, Alabama on Saturday. Authorities say they have strong leads but have not released anything about a motive or possible suspects. And it comes as a new CBS News poll shows 77% of parents are concerned about gun violence. And as guns have surpassed car accidents as the leading cause of death for children in the U.S. CBS's Omar Villafranca is going to start us off from outside the scene of the shooting. Good evening, Omar. Good evening. Police are still very tight-lipped about this investigation. But the girl who had the Sweet 16 party at this venue behind me told me that there were rumors that someone may have had a gun. Well, that prompted her mother to stop the party, turn the lights on, and tell everyone inside, if you're over 18 and you have a gun, you need to leave. Later that night, the unthinkable happened. I'm broken. My heart is just ripped out. The sorrow is almost unbearable for LaTanya Allen. On Saturday, she was chaperoning her daughter Alexis's sweet 16 birthday party at a small dance studio when shots rang out. It was just a disaster. They were running, hollering, crying, everything just hollering. In the aftermath, her 18-year-old son, Phil Dowdell, was on the ground in a pool of blood. The high school senior was set to graduate next month. A star under the Friday night lights, Dowdell was headed to play football on Saturdays for Jacksonville State. But this Saturday night, number seven became another number, the latest victim of a mass shooting with his little sister and mother by his side. He was trying to say something, but by the time he couldn't say nothing else and, and he stopped breathing. Another high school senior, 17-year-old Sean Kibia Smith, was also killed along with 19-year-old Marcia Collins and 23-year-old Corbin Holston, who reports say did not attend the party, but went to check on a younger family member. The community came together at a vigil last night. Daquan Doss knew Phil Dowdell since kindergarten. I was standing right beside him. That thing no suing on. I think he went right into it. I went absolutely. I wish I could have pulled him out. Alexis says her big brother's final act was to protect her from the gunfire. You told me your brother grabbed you by the waist and pushed you down. Mm -hmm. Did your brother save your life? Yes. <clears throat> if it wasn't for him, I mean, I don't know where I'll be. I don't know if I'll still be standing here today if he would never save my life. The mother, Latanya Allen, was also shot twice, and she told me she still has a bullet stuck in her side and in her leg. She's going to be fine, but she told me her focus now is on finding the killers and planning her son's funeral. Nora? Oh, Omar Villafranca, thank you for being there. Well, there is breaking news now out of Kansas City, Missouri, where the county prosecutor has charged an 85-year-old white man for shooting a black teenager twice, including once in the head. Police say the teen went to the wrong address to pick up his younger brothers. He rang the doorbell, and moments later, multiple shots were fired. CBS's Roxana Saberi is outside the police station with these new details. Do you think if he was a white 16-year-old boy, if he ranked that door, do you think it would have been the same outcome? 
Ralph Yarl's family says the 16-year-old was gunned down after mixing up the address. He was supposed to go to Northeast 115th Terrace, but instead rang a doorbell on Northeast 115th Street, just one block away. The Yarl family's attorney says Ralph waited for a few minutes after ringing the bell before the door opened. He was immediately confronted with an armed man who told him that he did not want to see him on his property again, and then he opened fire. Still, Yarl's aunt, Faith Spoonmore, says the teen ran for help, knocking on three more doors before a neighbor called 911. As his aunt, what do you think about that? Hearing that part of the story is even harder. He was clearly hurt. He was clearly bleeding. He was clearly needing help. Ralph is now recovering at home. Kansas City Mayor Quentin Lucas says it's hard not to draw that conclusion. Something like this happening is unimaginable and it's unbelievable. And it's hard to expect that something like this would happen if Ralph weren't black. The shooting sparked protests here on Sunday. We just want justice. You know, Ralph is a good kid. He doesn't deserve what's happening to him. The charges the prosecutor just announced are two felonies against Andrew D. Lester. One carries a potential life sentence. A warrant has been issued for his arrest. And the prosecutor confirmed what the mayor suspected, that there was a racial component in the incident. Nora? Roxana Saberi with those new details. Thank you. We want to turn out to a major development of police shooting in Ohio. A special grand jury decided today not to indict the Akron police officers who killed 25-year-old Jalen Walker during a chase last year, shooting him 46 times. The grand jury said the officers were legally justified in their use of force against Walker, who was unarmed at the time when he was killed. Walker's death ignited protests after body cam video showed officers firing dozens of rounds after he jumped out of his moving car. Well, tonight, the Justice Department is cracking down on alleged Chinese agents right here in the United States. They're accused of intimidating critics of China's government, even setting up a secret police station in New York City. As CBS's Jeff Begay's reports, that's only one of the alleged schemes to harass dissidents. The secret police station took up an entire floor of this Chinatown building in New York City. According to investigators, it was run by the Chinese government to track and even harass dissidents living here in the U.S. The defendants' actions under the direction of the Chinese government are flagrant violations of American sovereignty. Breon Peace, the U.S. attorney for the Eastern District of New York, says officers from China's Ministry of Public Security, or MPS, were operating illegally. The MPS subjected Chinese dissidents living here in the United States to the authoritarian rule of the PRC. That is unacceptable. Two men, both New York City residents, have been charged with conspiring to act as agents of China's government. 34 MPS officers have also been charged with operating an online troll farm to threaten Chinese dissidents in the U.S. and to spread propaganda to sow divisions in the country. What investigators uncovered is part of a pattern across the world. We found these stations in over 50 countries where people are being pressured, where people are being threatened, where people are being harassed and intimidated. 
In this case, the suspects involved face up to 20 years behind bars. If convicted, U.S. officials tell us that China poses the most serious threat to U.S. national security. Nora. Jeff Begays, thank you. Let's turn now to that blockbuster trial against Fox News for defamation that is set to begin tomorrow in a Delaware courtroom. Unless there's a last-minute settlement, Dominion Voting Systems is suing Fox for $1.6 billion in damages for reporting baseless allegations about the company following the 2020 election. CVS's Scott McFarlane is outside the courthouse. The cable giant's biggest stars, plus Fox Corporation chair Rupert Murdoch, could take the stand this week as the company battles a defamation lawsuit filed by Dominion Voting Systems. Whether it's Dominion, uh, EBS, whatever the company, voting machine company is. The lawsuit alleges the network knowingly broadcast bogus claims Dominion's voting machines were used to rig the 2020 election in favor of then-candidate Joe Biden. What our next guest says is evidence of voter fraud. Sidney Powell is... As Fox hosts and their frequent guests, Trump lawyers Sidney Powell and Rudy Giuliani aired false claims following the election. Text messages show Tucker Carlson saying Powell is lying and Laura Ingram writing that Sidney's a complete nut. I think it could be very damaging to Fox's stars or to uh, Fox's big name executives, including and especially the Murdochs, to have to testify. Dominion's lawyers will argue Fox was worried about losing viewership and purposely let the false fraud claims continue on air. But proving defamation requires overwhelming evidence. What you're dealing with is a high bar, and it should be a high bar, for the simple reason that we want freedom of the press. A final round of jury selection is set for tomorrow morning, followed by opening statements, unless there is a last-minute settlement. Nora? Scott McFarland, thank you. We want to turn now to three Americans missing at sea for nearly two weeks. A desperate search is underway by the Mexican Navy and U.S. Coast Guard. CBS's Elise Preston has new details in the international effort to find them. Loved ones of Carrie and Frank O'Brien and their friend William Gross are desperate to hear from the three missing sailors. It's agony, pure agony. I'm trying to hold myself together. Ellen Argel says her daughter and son-in-law have sailed together for nearly 20 years and are both licensed captains. They asked Gross, who has 50 years experience, to journey with them. It's been nearly two weeks since the Americans left Mazatlan. They made calls that same day requesting a stop in Cabo San Lucas for food and fuel, their last known communication. The trio was supposed to reach Cabo on April 6th and continue on to San Diego, but never made it. The search area now is 2,500 square miles. It's a long trip for even in good conditions. Rough seas and high winds may have been a factor, and the couple's 44-foot sailboat Oceanbound has older navigational equipment. Still, O'Brien's mother is hopeful. She's a survivor, and she's physically strong. If anybody can survive this, they can. Now, there is a travel warning for tourists in this region. O'Brien's mother tells CBS News the couple docked their boat in Mazatlan and sailed there many times. Nora? Elise Preston, thank you very much. 
Tonight, the Biden administration is urging Americans trapped in the African nation of Sudan to shelter in place, as there are no plans right now for a U.S. government evacuation from that country. All U.S. personnel are said to be safe and accounted for. Three days of fighting between Sudan's army and a paramilitary force have left nearly 200 people dead and more than 1,800 wounded. As gun violence surges across the United States, there is a potential new high-tech line of defense to help protect schools and other public places from future mass shootings. CBS's Manuel Bohorkas shows us how artificial intelligence could provide an early warning system when every second counts. Miami's Frost Museum of Science is using artificial intelligence to try to keep visitors safe. So the ISSM monitors all the cameras. And Brooks Weisblatt is VP for technology. Every tool helps, every second counts, you know, anything that we can do to further protect the community and our visitors and our staff. The technology works with their existing cameras and has been programmed to spot different types of weapons. Say my phone were a weapon. The system would immediately alert the entire museum security staff, but also pinpoint my exact location. They could then determine whether it's a police officer, for instance, or an actual threat. The AI technology is developed by a company called B-Motion. Hussein Abu Hassan is its president. Airports, schools, they're big places. Uh, so is it revolutionary then to have the ability to have AI do it as opposed to human eyes? Absolutely. You cannot have millions of people uh, uh, watching cameras all over the world. It's uh, almost impossible. He points to the Nashville school shooting as an example. The company claims this simulation shows the weapon being detected once the shooter got in and during the time the shooter spent near this hallway. It would have provided the, uh, the officer the exact location of that uh, shooter. Similar AI programs like the one from company Zero Eyes are being used in schools like Florida's Hernando County School District. The goal would be to get police on the way before a single shot is fired. We can be aware and law enforcement can be responding. Within seconds, we're notified. The company B-Motion says its system can cost school districts anywhere from $40 to $70 per student per year. Critics of AI say it's not foolproof, but the institutions we spoke with say it's another layer of defense. Nora? Really interesting story. Minnie Bohorkas, thank you very much. Well, a new vaccine could be a game changer in the fight against the deadliest form of skin cancer. We've got the details next. Do you ever wonder where all your money went? Like every single time you look at your bank account? Honestly, it's probably all those subscriptions. I felt that way too, until I got Rocket Money. Rocket Money helped me see all the subscriptions I'm paying for, and it was eye-opening. Between streaming services, fitness apps, delivery services, it all adds up so quickly. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. 
Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. In tonight's Health Watch, a new vaccine is showing promise in the fight against melanoma, the deadliest form of skin cancer. The vaccine uses mRNA technology, similar to the Pfizer and Moderna COVID vaccines. A study found that after at least two years, patients who received a personalized experimental vaccine along with immunotherapy were 44% less likely to die or grow new tumors. A major bridal store chain has filed for bankruptcy protection. That story's next. David's Bridal, one of the nation's largest sellers of wedding gowns and formal wear, is again filing for bankruptcy protection. The company says it will reduce its corporate workforce, but the cuts will not impact store employees. David's Bridal says its 300 stores will remain open and orders are being fulfilled. Good news for brides. All right, 10 years after the Boston Marathon bombing, we speak with a survivor on her long road to recovery. That's next. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Have you ever covered a carpet stain with a rug? Ignored a leaky faucet? Pretended your half-painted living room is supposed to look like that? Well, you're not alone. We've all got unfinished home projects. But there's an easier way. When you download Thumbtack, it's easier to care for your home from top to bottom. Pull out your phone and in just a few steps, you can search, chat, and book highly rated pros right in your neighborhood. Plus, you'll know what to tackle next because Thumbtack is the app that shows you what to do, who to hire, and when. So say goodbye to all those unfinished home projects and say hello to caring for your home the easier way. Download Thumbtack and start a project today. Today's Boston Marathon marked 10 years since that terrorist bombing that killed three and injured more than 260 others. Among those most severely wounded was dancer Adrian Haslett. For tonight's Person to Person, we caught up with her to reflect on her journey of healing. Adrian Haslett is a runner. She wasn't always, but that's one of the many things that has changed in the last 10 years. Are you still angry? I'm angry that people were hurt. I'm angry that he did it, but I don't live in the anger anymore. That's it's a change for It's you. a very big change for me, yeah. That's taken some time, and I think, you know, running helps. Haslett was near the finish line on April 15, 2013, when two bombs exploded. She lost her left leg. It's hard to believe it has been 10 years. 
since the Boston Marathon bombing. I hear you say that, and I want to correct you. It just doesn't feel like 10 years. What lessons have you learned since then? Gosh, um, I think I've learned that when someone tells you something can't be done, it's a reflection of their limitations and not yours. I've learned that on the days you need to be in the fetal position and sob, you should do that. The competitive ballroom dancer left the hospital promising to dance again and to run the Boston Marathon. Both goals she accomplished. Now her focus is on her mental health and advocating for others. I think one of the most valuable lessons I've learned with mental health and all of this is to observe and not absorb. So it's similar to if you're standing at the, at the start line of a race, you're observing everybody else's nervousness, but that's theirs. That's not mine to take on. Observe, but not absorb. Yeah. Haslett's road to recovery has had its ups and downs, but since the beginning, she chose to be a survivor instead of a victim. I don't think, why me? Why me? Why did this happen to me? I think it's about, what am I going to do now? That terrorist only had me for 3.5 seconds. That's how long that blast took to blast through the air. After that, it's been up to me. She is the epitome of Boston Strong. And you can see more of our interview and hear her incredible story of resilience tonight on the CBS News app. That's at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Well, that does it for us. That's tonight's CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. If you enjoy tuning in to the CBS Evening News, there are official t-shirts, hats, mugs, and more available for purchase at ParamountShop.com. These products are perfect for any fan of Evening News, and you can take 20% off with code EVENING20. That's 20% off all CBS Evening News products with code EVENING20 at ParamountShop.com.